Señoras y señores, Latino del Mundo, ya tú sabes. Welcome y bienvenidos al podcast con Yari and Christy. That brings a little bit of fire, a little bit of ice, and, and a whole lot of Ecuadorian spice. This episode is titled Inspirational Latinas. In honor of Hispanic Heritage Month, we decided to talk about some of the Latinas that have inspired us. For me, besides my family, I'm going to let you know that one of the first Latinas that inspired me was Rita Moreno. So she's an actress, for those of you who don't yes. know, she's a Puerto Rican actress, and she was on West Side Story. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you how much of an impact she made for me because when I first came to the United States, they showed the movie. First, we watched Romeo and Juliet, and then we watched West Side Story. So I'm assuming I was like a freshman back then when I saw it. And I'm like, wait a second. Look at that. She's Latina, you know? And I was like, oh, my God. This, to me, was like amazing to see somebody that could have been me, you know, like that, that I can relate to. Rather representation. Than, yeah, rather than like the usual, you know, the actresses from the United States. So I think that she was amazing. And um, when I was reading more stuff about her to talk, it, it kind of says that she was one of the people that was raped by her agent when she was a teen. And what made this uh, research for me kind of like, uh, kind of like uh, ring a bell is that the people that I researched, the Latinas that I researched, the majority had gone through some sort of abuse or trauma. So she actually couldn't say anything because then they would have passed her for other roles. She has spoke about it. She has stand, she stands against it. And now I don't know if you've seen it, but she's in a series called One Day at a Time, which is my favorite. Actually, I get a lot of, um, I would say not me, but my mom, when people meet my mom, they absolutely mention rita um and they absolutely talk about that show and how much going to my house is just like being in the show because actually you can't stop her she just speaks how she wants i mean uh sexual assault happens a lot when it comes to i, I mean especially in hollywood i mean we saw that during the me too movement uh, a lot of stars and celebrities came out not just us regular folks um that we we also deal with that but Oh, we see it a lot in Hollywood. Yeah, because another one of my inspirational Latinas I want to mention is Gloria Stefan. Love her, love her, love her, love her. And again, like reading through um her biography says that she was um well she was uh abused by her music teacher. Her mm-hmm. guitar, yeah, the when she, she was getting guitar lessons, they she was sexually abused and she had told like you know her parents and they were like no we will kill your family if you tell anyone so they had to that's why they had to flee cuba because they're from cuba and And her parents didn't want her dead they they threatened to kill her parents no yeah she they threatened to kill her parents if she told anyone that she was sexually abused so i mean she still went testified against the perpetrator she stood up you know she worked through her trauma and wow. I know, you know, the story, you know, she married uh, Emilio Stefan. They own several businesses and they do, um, the incu- including Cuban restaurants, you know? Oh, wow. I'm not sure if you ever been to Florida. We went, I think it was called Bongo's. Delicious. But anyway, that's just a side note. But what <laughs> inspired me the most from her is that she did stand up for herself. 
you know, like uh, she always liked music and she want and she and now she's more than an actress. She's also like a businesswoman. She I think she owns. Um, man, I forgot. It was it was like an NFL team with like a part of an NFL team with her husband, and they do a lot of community work for the Cuban community. So that's very inspiring. That is very inspiring. Um, I didn't quite do my homework um, as detailed as Christy is. Um, I kind of half-assed it because we, uh, we've been talking about this episode for some time. So I just went back to my original list and was like, here you go. I did my homework. I, I, think, <laughs> I think that because we were like fangirling at a moment, we were naming, we were naming so many people that we were, were inspirational. We were. So we had to like, you know, kind of like rail each other down. Like, let's just pick a few that we can speak about because you know the list goes on oh, and on yeah and we on. we definitely had to edit the list down and then we're like oh but we are not mentioning this person and that person and the other person so maybe there'll be a, a part two to this at some point um i don't know but right now we're just listening we're listing some of them um but clearly not all the women that um should make this list um i selected uh america ferrera i've tried to roll my r's as best i can ferrera Ferrera. Um, as you know, I'm, I'm Spanglish. Um, uh, we tend to, instead of arroing, ar, um, we, we kind of L them out. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just how it happens. Did I ever tell you the story of when I was in first grade? No, I'm sorry. This is going to be like sidetracked. Go, go ahead. No, All right, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, not, so I was in first grade and um, I was here in America. My I was in a bilingual program. My mom said I wasn't learning English fast enough. So she pulled me out of bilingual program and put me into an all English speaking school. So I I was in reading class, um, which is held at the back of the classroom, right? So everybody's you're in the same classroom, but you're in reading class in the table in the back. Anyway, so I'm in the table in the back during my uh, reading class. And uh, the teacher goes, they, they really like dumbed it down basics, right? Like she's like, oh, oh, so what sound does the R make? And of course, I raise my hand really high. Oh, missy, 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 missy. She picks me, and I go, and everybody cracked up. And I was so, you see how, you see my skin color, right? My whole thing turned red. I was beat red. I was so embarrassed. She laughed. All the kids laughed. And like, no, the the R makes. Er. <laughs> I thought my interpretation of the R sound was way better than er. <laughs> anyway, that was a little side check. I like it though. I like your R. <laughs> so, America Ferrera. America. <laughs> I broke my R that time. I heard you. I heard you. Go for it. Go for um, America because she's one of my favorites. So I do like she, her. I, I just love her. Um, I remember watching. Um, Real Women Have Curves, I think it was the name of the movie. Um, and she was just amazing in it. I saw myself um, reflected back at me. And like you said about um, Rita, is that, it, it, you know, having um, representation, it, it just matters so much because you can just see yourself um, in places that you wouldn't normally see yourself at. You know who she kind of reminds me of uh, from Jane the Virgin, Gina Rodriguez? Okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so America um, does a lot of stuff out in the community and really talks about one of uh, one of the things that really inspired me from her was her TED talk, which was um, my identity is a superpower, uh, not an obstacle. 
And in it, she talks about Latinas um, not fitting the quote-unquote stereotype um, because she experienced it herself. Either she was not that stereotype, she didn't fit it properly in order to be cast as a Latina because she wasn't Latina enough or um, or she was she was too Latina for a certain role. So there was like no in between and she had to kind of guide her own path in, into uh, to what she wanted, her dreams. So as for me, I, I'm totally inspired by her. Oh, as a side story for me, since you talked about school, when I first came here, I, 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 I knew English. We had English classes in Ecuador, but I had a teacher that was just to give me books. Um, Tons of books. I feel like all my grammar, just uh, my voc- my vocabulary expanded thanks to her, thanks to reading. And uh, one of my inspirational Latinas is Isabel Allende. Now, she was born in Peru, but they moved to Chile. And in her, at her young age, she used to um, read William Shakespeare. So she was oh, very wow. inspired by that when she was young. And um, they were they will move around like, you know, they didn't they didn't want her to be a writer when you're, you know, a Latina and you had to kind of follow your parents and do what they said. And, you know, I got this quote from her, which I thought it was serious, uh, kind of funny, because she says, I don't think I would be a writer if I had stay in Chile. That's where their parents moved. She's like, I would be trapped in my chores, in the family, in the person they expected me to be. So that was like, no, you can do what you want to do. Follow your dream if you want to be a writer. Now she's like, she's like well-known everywhere, all over the world. She has a foundation that's uh, dedicated to support programs to promote and the fundamental rights of women and children, you know, to empower them and protect them. And she has that, um, a book, it's called La Casa de los Espíritus, which I mentioned to you, The House of Spirits. And ev- I recommend that to everybody. Like, um, she, it's very, uh, it is based on her, vaguely on her life, but it's a very, very good book. You know, so she, She's one of my favorite uh, writers because of that one teacher when I came here and I'm like, I'm going to keep reading in English and now I'm going backwards. So I was like, now I need to read more in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so my, my next pick was um, India Moore. Um, she is uh, Puerto Rican and Dominican. Um, she, I, um, she was in Pose. Have you seen Pose? It's a really great show. It has a lot to do with um, the trans community, um, the LGBTQ plus community, really. But it has to do with um, voguing. You know, it it really came from um, the trans, you know, the drag shows and and things like that. Um, And Pose is a really, really good show. Nobody, if you haven't seen it, I strongly recommend you watch it. It really does give you an insight on a whole group of people that you will not normally uh, see on an on a everyday basis. But you get an insight into their lives and really um, it just really connects you to to the human beings. Um, she is an, um, a model, an actor and an activist um, for trans rights. And I just think um, I think that her work is really inspiring. Well, I haven't seen that, so I'm definitely going to watch it now that you mentioned it. Yeah, they they always say Madonna started the voguing, but that didn't come from, it came from those shows. Um, And and it's escaping me now because, of course, I didn't do my homework properly, (laughs) uh, based it on people that I know I loved. And um, yeah, uh, but yes, it's it's a really great show. Well, 
on the actress side too for me is uh, Salma Hayek. So she is from Mexico. And again, another Latina that when I first came here and I watched Fools Rushing, I was like, oh my God, I can relate to her. I can relate to her family. I can relate to the big wedding that they have. So I can relate to the whole thing, right? So it was like awesome. And she actually mentioned that she was diagnosed with uh, dyslexia. She had dyslexia when she was in school. Wow. Yeah, she mentioned that. And she was also an illegal immigrant. What? When they first, yeah, she, when they first came to the United States. I mean, for a short period of time. But she wanted to come to the United States to be an actress. And she literally says that she recalls saying that the industry has no part for Latina women. That she was also once told that her accent will make moviegoers think of her of a housekeeper. And it, it was when she met, I think it was um, the guy from Full Rocher, no, Matthew Perry. And they like connected and the story was just great. And then she got the part and then she got a little more recognized. You know, like sometimes the Latinas get the sidekick or not the main role. Correct. You know, so I thought it was cool that I read that about her. And I'm like, that's hilarious because there's a part in the movie that they said that. I was like, oh, yeah, you're so close to Mexico. So, of course, you're going to get a good housekeeper. And I'm like, that goes with her real background that they put in there that, that she was told that. But for her, she actually um, testified a bit against the uh, before the United States Senate supporting the violence against women, too. Um, she has uh, she has ton she has donated to the her Mexico shelter for battered women. Um, she's also really anti domestic. She's part of an anti domestic violence group. She saw that growing up, and that's also very honorable. When you are an actress, that you can do more for the your community. I think I like that more than when you can give me more drama to look in uh, on the social media. <laughs> On that note, I want to uh, list my other person, which is uh, J-Lo, also known as Jennifer Lopez. Um, Jenny from the block, a.k.a. No, I don't have any more AKs <laughs> for her. <laughs> but um, I listed her because um, I did see her documentary that was on Netflix. Um, some people didn't really like it. But I, I thought it was incredibly eye-opening. Um, to see her perspective on how she was, um, how she's treated in Hollywood, how uh, she's dismissed, how um, and how much she does in the community, and and one of the things that I didn't know is is the grants that she provides for um, Latino women to uh, own businesses, um, and and all the other charity work that she's done um, throughout, and um, one of the quotes you said I. Um, I actually got this from Christy. I didn't get this one on my own. Um, I don't like to do charity um, work in public. Um, and I think that's sometimes that's so vital that um, you don't hear too much about people because they're humble enough to not want to blast it out there. Other people want to make sure that they get all the recognition. And how hard did J-Lo have to work to get the roles that she has as a main role? You know what I mean? Like I just said that about Salma Hayek. Like, J-Lo is Puerto Rican. She played a Mexican when she did Selena. She yeah. played an Italian when she did, um, what's the one, though? My Best Friends, not My Best Friends Wedding, The Wedding Planner. You know, like, she can play all these other roles. And is that, you know, like, they cast her. Like, she took the opportunity and she went for it. You know, like, yeah, that's fine. Like, if you're a Latina, they all want a Latina role. But she's able to change herself into whatever they need her to be as an actress. And I, I think that, I mean, I love her. You know, yeah. I did see I see the documentary. I love her music. I um I just love her show. She's an entertainer. Like 
whatever people say about her singing, that's fine. But I, I just, she's like my spirit animal. <laughs> well, remember, uh, one of the things that we learned from uh, our Rapper's Delight video was that it doesn't, talent is only like 10% of it. The rest of it is business. And she's a woman of business. If you see the things that she puts out there, she's a woman that knows what she wants and she goes after it. And um, she probably surrounds herself by really, really good people because um, she's able to achieve those things that she wants to. So oh. that's why she's one of the inspirations. She She's definitely up there. She's definitely up there. I definitely like her. Um, another singer that I like, Shakira. Yes. Yeah. So she's from Colombia. She's a singer. You know, everybody knows that. She, but, um, she also enjoys singing for schoolmates and teachers. Like she used to go to Catholic school, so she'll sing for the nuns. But in second grade, they rejected her for the choir because her bravado was too strong and they told her she sounded like a goat. I remember she she does have <laughs> this little when she first came out, uh, her first album, I was actually back in Puerto Rico at the time and I heard her for the first time. And she has this thing that she was doing with her voice at the time. Well, she kind of does the yodeling because I guess she has like also like a, besides Colombian, I think she has Lebanese in her. But, you know, she's very, very involved in her Colombian charity. She founded Pies Descalzos, which is yes. a Colombian charity for um, for special schools for, for the children that are uh, low-income kids in, in, in Colombia. And I think, I mean, she's also an inspiration. She had to transform herself when she did the crossover album. Like, I loved her in Ecuador, you know, when she was the, the rock punk with the black hair. And then when she has to come here, she has to literally reinvent herself you know, to sing in English, learn English. And she changed herself to be marketable for the, for the, for the people here in the United States. And it worked. You know, sometimes when they do it so flawlessly, you don't think it's any work. Oh, she just dyed her hair. I don't think that was the case. No. She changed her entire persona to be another kind of artist. And look at her now. Like, she's phenomenal, you know? Yeah, I think it, it just goes with her ability to, to learn and, and grow. Evolve, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, evolve. Mm-hmm. Um, my next person is, um, not a very well-known person. Um, her name is Sophie Cruz. Um, she's young girl, very young girl. Um, I picked her because she spoke up about immigration rights here in the U S. Um, one of the things, um, I, when I was reading up on her is that, um, her, her parents are illegally here and, uh, she constantly lives in fear that her family will be ripped apart. Um, and she had to speak about how, how the children aren't even being considered when people are forming these policies and, and, and the family unit is just not considered. Um, she actually did go up to the Pope. Pope Francis came to visit the U.S. and she actually was able to speak to him. Um, and she talked about uh, actually I'll just read her quote. Um, Pope Francis, I want to tell you that my heart is very sad because I'm scared that one day ICE is going to deport my parents. Don't forget about us, the children, or about those who suffer because they're not with their parents because of war, because of violence, because of hunger. Um, one of the things that we don't talk about when it comes to immigration, if you're found to be here illegally, you get deported and you can't come back for like 20 years. Like you can't even make an attempt to, to re-enter the country. So if your family doesn't come with you, you're completely separated. For, for a lifetime, you know, that's, it's just sad and it's wrong. And I applaud a young girl um, to have the courage to use her voice to speak up and, and talk about this problem. And what's even more admirable of her is that she didn't just say my family. She said 
everybody else who is affected by this and other causes, political causes that need help and prayers and please and, and the children. The children have nothing to do with the adults' decisions. Correct. So there's another young woman that I admire as well, um, Lori Hernandez. She was in the Olympics, like she was in the U.S. Women Olympics. She was top of the final five on 2016. She's also very admirable to me because she's Latina. So, yo, you know, I'm like, wow, there it is. Like, you know, I want to be in the gym. I want to be in Olympic gymnastics like her. You know, like even, you know, I could be like 80 years old. I always wanted to be in the Olympics. Of course, I'm like. I'm sure they can they can they can do the Olympics for the for the 80 year olds with the walkers <laughs> for the elders. Let's get the walker run. Get, get me on that. Like she's super inspirational. She was part of you know the whole abuse um scandal that happened with all those poor girls with the gymnasts. Yes, and yeah. uh, you know so she says that she's healing emotionally from the emotion and verbal um abuse that they got from their former coach. And she, uh, I think she earned a silver in the balance beam and. Again, like I've seen her in commercials, just so happy, inspiring. She's just so positive for the younger, you know, for the younger girls. It's it's just awesome to see. I mean, the final five for the 2006 Olympics alone was like a great inspirational for little girls. Like you had every kind of race, every kind of, you know, little girl, you know, rooting for them. And they all like they stood up for themselves with the scandal happened and they spoke up and they said use your voice to you know you can you can do this but you don't have to be abused you can go ahead and you know report it or what you know like uh, what they did you know they followed Speak the claims up. and the stuff yeah. so she's also an inspiration for me now and for younger christina that wanted to be an olympic gymnast <laughs> <laughs> well talking about the olympics um it's a great transition to my next person her name is Jasmine Camacho Quinn. Um, she she are, she's a gold medalist, actually. Um, uh, and she went to the Olympics. She could have gone to, um, and been as uh, represented the USA, but she went and represented Puerto Rico because her mom is Puerto Rican. So um, I thought that that was just amazing. Here is this this woman who didn't have to represent our island, but she did. She went to the Olympics and she won the gold and she brought it home to Puerto Rico. That's amazing when you choose your, you know, to go for your roots, yeah. you know, like it doesn't matter where you're born. Like it's your roots that it's what grounds you and what keeps you together. I mean, we've talked about how uh, there's so many other influential Latinas that we, we can't squeeze in the episode, but, um, Sonia Sotomayor, Rigoberta Menchu, all these other women. Celia Cruz. Uh, There's so many. So you can go on forever. It's just too many. To, it's too many to name. And, you know, like, I'm proud that we're doing this episode for them, honoring all the Latinas that are out there, inspiring, doing what they want, following their dreams, not sticking to, oh, but your family so you got to stay home and have the kids and just be, you know, a housekeeper. Now, do what you want to do. Even if that's your dream, go for it. Just yeah, reach do it for, for the you. stars. Do it for Just you. Go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I wanted to do an honorable mention. Um, this is not a Latina, but it is a Latino. Um, I wanted to talk about um, John Lequesamo. Because um, I just think, I don't know if you watched um, the, the show that he has on Netflix. It talks about the Hispanic heritage. But um, I want to say it's like a Spanish heritage for dummies or something like that, <laughs> for idiots. 
Um, it's amazing. Uh, I I completely. Uh, it's Hispanic Heritage Month, so I I ask you to go on Netflix, um, and and go and view it because you'll learn so much, so so much about your heritage that you would never learn in a U.S. history book. Um, because our history is just not part of what they consider the U.S. Even if we are a melting pot, only a certain part of our history is mentioned, and not all of us who made that history possible are are in this book. So um, John Likwisama, I just want to give you a big old shout out for do putting that together and teaching everybody um, about the Hispanic heritage. There you go. The, there are so many. You were great on Super, Super Mario. And I like your voice in Ice Age. But there's so many things that oh, we can mention. He's done so many movies. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, it's like uh, so many things that we can mention, like uh, starting like with you. Like you, to me, are also an inspiration. You went through so many things and here you are cheering me on. Aww. So honorable mention for my Yaddy. Oh, you're going to make me cry. Honorable mention for you. I mean, you went and for me, I've never seen anybody go after a college degree. And you were my only viewpoint of what that looked like, especially as a Latina. And you're going to make me cry if you keep looking at me like that. <laughs> so before we all start crying here, Rondo, <laughs> hope that you um, please do your research on Heritage Month for the Hispanic community, Hispanic uh, Latinos. And don't forget to check out our website, follow us on social media, and have a buen dia. Y ahora, los afterthoughts. So for the afterthought, I mean, you know, we talked about inspirational Latinas like in Hollywood in high power, um, you know, positions. But I do and I did say my family because I totally, totally, totally uh, admire my parents. You know, we came here from another country with like literally a book bag and we he, they pretty much started from the ground up. Like there was one thing my dad said, as long as he has two hands, I wasn't going to be like needing anything. And up until now, like, you know, like up until the old age is still true. And I want to, that's such an inspiration to me to say to my daughter, like that, that's why maybe people may seem, may look like she's spoiled because I give her everything. But I'm like, no, if I have like, just like my dad said, if I have two hands and I can work and I'm an able body to work, she's going to get what she wants and I'm going to give her what she wants. And it happened when we came here, my dad said to me, you guys, you know, when we came here, she's, he's like, you guys can do whatever you want. You know, don't settle for less, work hard, be polite, you know, be nice. And that's such an inspiration. You know, my mom, too, she didn't work in Ecuador and we came here and then she had to go to work, you know, also like an adult, learn another language, you know, navigate the car, driving around. Yeah. And it, so they totally inspire me because I'm like, man, if you guys can do it, you know, I can do it. So let's, you know, let's all we always worked as a unit. And that's a, a huge inspiration for me. Yeah, I, I, I like what you said, because um, we don't really we don't really think about how brave our parents are, um, but they they did um, leave their roots, their their home and what they knew and left to a land where, you know, everything is different and not knowing what to expect either. Um, so I, I think the bravery is like a big thing. I, you imagine yourself uprooting and going to a different country. Could Could you imagine having the strength to do that? I you did. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you came with them. Um, but I'm just saying, like, as an adult, to uproot your your family, to move to a different country and learn everything new. 
Like that's a big step. Yeah, like starting from zero, you know. So I mean, props to you, mommy and daddy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I wanted to talk about my family, um, as well. So we we uprooted and we came um to you to what we call uh the mainland, um, because you know we're Puerto Rican, so um the U.S. is mainland. Uh, so we came here. Uh, we knew very I very very little English, and nobody ever believes me that I knew lapis pencil blew my pen like that's all i knew i didn't know anything else i just knew that oh uh, and then you just nod your head to see <laughs> see, see I you know, know. everyone knows I, that song. every once in a while i still you know my spanish just naturally comes out oh yeah let me check so i mean let me check on that it, it just it's a very natural thing that happens um but uh I'm inspired by my my mom. She really um when my my dad uh passed away and my or when they separated, really. They separated and then shortly later he passed away. Um she she took care of us. She she um she worked I can't even tell you how many jobs and worked double time and did everything that she could to provide for us. Did it leave us kind of like, you know, hanging a little bit without a mom and a and a dad? And and me having to put you know help out, it did. But she did that all by herself, and um and I knew that when it came for me for me to to be able to do that, I knew that I had already seen it. So I was able to go ahead and provide for my kids as a single mom myself. So I for me, she's a real big inspiration on on just getting it done, you know. Yeah. Shout out to our to our parents to everybody's parents anyone that had to come here everyone that had to make a change everyone that has to work three jobs you know and learn the stupid english language that it's doesn't so make any so sense complicated. why doesn't it spell why doesn't it like spell the same way you say it i know but why <laughs> exactly so that's a little fire a little vice and celebrate your roots ah so god